welcome to episode 323 of the Spokesman Cycling Podcast. This show was engineered on Friday, 24th of March, 2023. The Spokesman Cycling Roundtable Podcast is brought to you by Turn Bicycles. The good people at Turn are committed to building bikes that are useful enough to ride every day and dependable enough to carry the people you love. In other words, they make the kind of bikes that they want to ride. Turn has e-bikes for every type of rider, whether you're commuting, taking your kids to school, or even carrying another adult. Visit www.turnbicycles.com, that's T-E-R-N, bicycles.com, to learn more. I'm Carlton Reed, and that buzz you may be able to hear is the buzz of a sleeper train. I was, a few minutes ago, in Syracuse, Sicily, and I was waiting to start the journey to Rome. It's now started, and I'm bushed after a 75-mile folding bike ride from the ferry port of Pozzallo. I got there from Malta, and today's show is all about the amazing car centrism of this 16-mile long by 9-mile wide Mediterranean island. My guest is British aviation executive James Craig Whiteman, a 30-year resident of Malta. He took me for a bike ride, an infrastructure safari bike ride around the island, trying to work out which bits of very wide bike paths were actually usable. I gawped at the multi-lane highways and superfluous flyovers on this tiny island. Please be aware that there are some loud noises on this podcast, including roaring engines on a racetrack road and daytime firework bombs at a saint's feast day. Here we go. So let's just, let's just uh, fixate us on the ground here. Yeah. So we're in St. Julian's, which seems to be like the we're on, we're on hotel. The of, yeah, we're on the edge of Pembroke. So this to our right is Pembroke. And what I'll try and do is I'll take you past some nice tourist bits as well, but bits that people don't get to see. But obviously we're on bikes, so we did not. So we've seen two cyclists already. Yeah. Mountain bikers obviously out doing a trail somewhere. Okay. But that, that they were part of that 0.7%. Yes. And they were the first people we saw today. Yes. Uh, so we've seen a, a, a healthy proportion of the Maltese cycling population oh, there. Yes, yes. We, we, 10 years ago, we had something Oh, you're increasing. That's, increasing. that's positive. I mean, at least it's keeping up the population. But, um, yeah. what, I mean, a horrible thing to say here, but is there any decreasing of those numbers by killing? Not really. Actually, it's very rarely have fatalities. I think perhaps, sorry, sorry, I think perhaps because uh, there's so few people, and we're we're a canny bunch, so we keep out of trouble. Um, and you know where the danger spots are. You're not going to go on the. I mean, they, are, they, are they motorways? No. Those so you could go on those major oh, yeah. highways, and we will, <laughs> <laughs> because there are no other ways sometimes no of getting way. through. No other way to get around. Right. Um, I'll just nip behind you there because the car coming. The motorists, do they think you're freaks? Do they think, what the hell is that up ahead? Or are they oh, just... Yeah. Sorry, we go down here. 
yeah, it's very, very much like the UK. Uh, kind of attitude. Anywhere that where Britain's been involved, <laughs> the Empire, they seem to have inherited the same appalling uh, approach to actually travel. But James, you, you're now in the EU, so you should be more Dutch. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and and maybe even Italian and, and German. You should be more European oh, yeah. in your in in the country's appreciation yeah, of cycling. Gonna go, gonna go okay. Uh, yeah, we should. But we're not. So you, when you when you were getting me out here yeah. and you were telling me to you know which roads to avoid and yeah. and, and go this way and you were saying Google Maps doesn't yeah. route you so. Yeah. Basically, these, this path that way on here isn't, is it marked? No. So a lot of these things are just... We're actually lucky, it's actually got a sign to a cycle lane here. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a UK cycle lane sign. Oh, now on a metal cycle track, okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, they, they couldn't put tarmac down on the Garigold. On the what, sorry? The Garigold, the National Habitat. So, um, so Say that again, and, and, and tell me what that is. It's, it's basically the, the natural kind of habitat here, which is mostly rock. Is it volcanic? What is it? It's mostly limestone. That um, doesn't look like limestone. That's that's weird. Yeah, you, you've got lots of... Uh, there is some... some of I've got an incredibly noisy generator there. What is that? Is that a... This is the reverse osmosis. So... A fair percentage of our water is um, reverse osmosis. So we're still on a marked cycle lane, but we've now come onto a, well, in effect, a road. Sunday, we're, so we're riding Sunday. It, will that make a difference? Um, oh, it will. You have much better traffic. Well, well you'll, you'll get lots of traffic faster. Well, Jane, I've been impressed so far. You, you, were, you, were, you were telling me porkies about how bad it is here. <laughs> we're, this, is, this is okay. This is the exception to all. This is mm. kind of 1980 or 1990. I think they were just actually trying to find a way of stopping people having a bunch of you know, habitat. I mean, this is, is this going somewhere to somewhere? Um, not really. No. So it's nice, but it's leisure, but this is not something you yeah. could use going oh. to work or anything. I mean, how many people are living here? 500,000 people? Uh, it's roughly that, yeah. Yeah, we're just, we're just on the edge of half a million. Is that, is that one of the reasons why it's so hairy and dicey on the roads and that the, the density of people here is just immense? There, there, is, there is an increase in density, but we've got a big problem because we've made it easier for people to drive. We've made wider roads rather than narrow ones. But everybody sees narrowing roads to make people calm down and slow down. We've actually increased the width of them, sometimes at the cost of cycle lanes. So um, cycle lanes that were there yeah, have been ripped out. Yeah. Or okay. they've been thinned down to almost nothing. And you'll see a couple more of those today. And when we're saying when you're saying cycle lanes, you mean yeah. paint or you paint. mean concrete? Paint. Okay. So even the what would be considered to be wonder about a word, crap. Yes. Cycling infrastructure has been made crapper. Yes. Very much so, yes. Okay. Yeah. And, and I, I proved, so, the, so there are policies to say we want to increase cycling. It's just uh, that they're, 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 they're yeah, lip service. They're very much backbone and they are lip service. They're right. Very much so. But when, I, when we were coming down here and I was saying, yeah, this is like, uh, you know, really quite high quality and, and you were telling me porkies because we, we need to go uh, Dutch here. Yeah. The very fact that you are now, or you have been for a lot many years, EU, yeah. that should be really, really ramping up. Is there no pressure 
from say the EU to say, come on, Malta, no. you've got to you've got to do more it's, Dutch. It's something you can opt out of. Hmm. Unfortunately. And Malta has. And Malta has. They're changing now. They're starting. There's been a big push the last couple of months. Um, Rota, the organi- the cycling organisation here. What does that stand for? Uh, Rota is Maltese for bicycle. Ah, okay. So very simple, very very iconic. You know, you know exactly what you're getting. Um, but they're also pushing now for active transport, so they're pushing for walking as well. They had a protest yesterday. Um, we've got foot scooters. Mm-hmm. E-foot scooters. They, mm. they were brought in by the government trying to layer on anything that they can put in the system where they don't have to incentivize cars. That's mm. the government policy, not... To not to incentivize, but then they build loads of roads, loads, which yeah. incentivizes cars. Hey there. When they brought in foot scooters, Rota was one of the, the groups that said, you need to do these docked, mm-hmm. not dockless. And mm-hmm. if you looked around, you'll see them scattered all over the place. And yeah. they said, dockless won't work. And the reason dockless wouldn't work for the government was they'd have to take away parking space mm-hmm. from cars. Mm-hmm. So you know how that goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here it's vitrolic. If you try and move one parking space, it's, it's a huge problem. We, we've got Partly because there is... Of only a finite amount of space in, in, in yes, the yes. city and, and it's quite a lot of, tight. Uh, it's actually made cycling a lot more difficult because as we've increased parking, we've increased the number of one-way streets. It's, it's chronic. The one-way streets here uh, are chronic. And there's no contraflows. Or I'm going to show you one contraflow. It's the only one I know on the island. The contraflow as in you mean where a cyclist can go up the other yeah. way, yeah. technically. No, there's no, that's not allowed. No contraflows, no bidirectionality. So you can't wiggle your way through towns and cities. You can't mm. look up on Google Maps. So you're either going to look at a car route, which is going to take you up the main roads, which mm. is illegal for foot scooters anyway, or you're going to take the pedestrian route, which is going to take you up and down one way streets the wrong way anyway. Mm-hmm. So you're screwed. You, you know, it's really, it's, it's a bit of a mess. Should we? Yeah. Up? Are we going across there on Bumpy or are we going up the no, tarmac? We're, we're going to go up the tarmac. I'm going to avoid. Here I hope because. <laughs> you brought me to the best straight away. I mean, this is we're now next to a, a habitation here, so people yeah. could use this. But I'm presuming it doesn't go very far. No, no. Um, but it, it's quite nice if you want to have a country ride or something. But and, unless you're a dolphin trainer at the marine park at the hotel, it's over the top. Uh huh. Uh, probably much, not much use of it. Right. No. So don't tell tell me. A bit about yourself. Why are you here? How long have you been here? I've been here for well over 30 years. Whoa, that's a long uh, time. They don't give package deals like that anymore. So where were you originally? Where are you I, from? I was, I was born in Scotland. Right. Bonnie Bridge. I, I ended up working for British Aerospace at Kingston. Right. Um, used to cycle there as well. Uh-huh. Um, moved around quite a bit in London. And then eventually found myself here. Okay. You're definitely showing me the best of the best I'm here. Trying. Yeah, I mean that's nice. We've come straight out of the hotel there, and and haven't really. I mean, there's been a couple of motorists popping along, but well, nothing, sure. nothing serious. Quite, quite a bit, so yeah, and we're going to do the serious bit soon, I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, thirty years ago, you, you were still yeah. working for British Aerospace, or? No, I, I found that here. I started working for the Maltese company. Car back now. We're going turning right. Are we on here? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Aviation, though, still, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. You're still working in the aviation industry then? Okay. Near Luca Airport or? I, I was. Uh, I was at Safi, which is just opposite 
on the other side of the runway. Uh-huh. From all these big companies. I used to fly in Libya for the oil industry. Yes, yes. But we started flying for the good guys. So we started flying for the Red Cross. Okay. Uh, the World Food Project. Uh-huh. In fun places like South Sudan and Mauritania and places like this. All, all the nice places, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but we, we recently started flying under a different AOC name um, for island transport. So we were flying to the Canaries to the mainland in Spain mm-hmm. and then flying, at the moment we're flying from mainly Melilla, which is a Moroccan enclave. And then your colleagues... Yeah. Think you're a bit of a weirdo turning up on a bike because they're going to be absolutely besotted with their cars? Probably, but to be fair, there's two of us in the office who started in. Uh huh. And the office is only eight people here, so <laughs> it's a good percentage. But then we can hear yeah. motorbikes revving, and that genuinely sounds like a genuine racetrack yes, up the yes, top there. Yeah, yeah. And you call that the Coast Road? This is the Coast Road. We're going to go and see. So describe the roads policy here, because cause, yeah, I've been being ferried around on a bus because I'm here with the British Guild of Travel Riders on their AGM, and we're, we're just, you know, five, six miles away from Valletta, where we've got to be a lot of the time. And so we do pass these major, major highways, six-lane yeah. highways, yeah. in the centre of town, and we're still getting stuck in traffic, of yeah. course. Yeah. That hasn't alleviated anything. Okay. But the, the, the motorways that are not motorways, but in, in Norbert name, Oh, here you go. So, Tarek Arja Galik, upgrading your road network. Infrastructure Malta. So, Infrastructure Malta is the department agency that, that could make your life easier. Okay, so we are now concentrating because we are now on a pretty busy road. Not that many cars coming and they're stopping for us. And we're now off again. But basically, we're, we're parallel to the coast road here. On a, on a residential road. Now, this doesn't go anywhere for us. So these motorcyclists here, they look recreational to me. Yes. They, they don't look as though they're, they're not going to work. No, they're just going up and down, yeah, round and round. Yeah. The, I mean, if you did do a round, if you went the coast road the whole way, that's like. 50 miles, I think? No, 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 it's just uh, 70 kilometers up, 70 kilometers down. Oh, so they're going nowhere? Yeah. They're generally going nowhere? Okay. Uh, you'll see it as we go along, but there are photographers strategically parked placed, taking snapshots of people racing their bikes around corners, so that they can get cool. We, we're just going to pull up here and turn out. So the next, the next bit we're going to hit is the coast road. And we are genuinely going to go take our lives in our hands. Yeah. At, uh, this, at this point, I'm going to do something quite weird, yeah. but bear with me. Yeah. And we are going to cut for an ad break. Yeah. And we're going to go across to my mate, David, in America. Hello, everyone. This is David from the Fredcast and, of course, the Spokesman. And I'm here once again to tell you that this podcast is brought to you by Turn Bicycles. The good people at Turn build bikes that make it easier for you to replace car trips with bike trips. Part of that is being committed to designing useful bikes that are also fun to ride. But an even greater priority for Turn is to make sure that your ride is safe and worry-free. 
And that's why Turn works with industry-leading third-party testing labs like EFBE and builds its bikes around Bosch e-bike systems, which are UL certified for both electric and fire safety. So before you even zip off on your turn, fully loaded and perhaps with a loved one behind, you can be sure that the bike has been tested to handle the extra stresses on the frame and the rigors of the road. For more information, visit www.turnbicycles.com to learn more. And now, back to the spokesman. Uh, thanks, David. And we're straight back into, into Malta. We are just on the edge of Pembroke here with James. And now we're going to take our lives into our hands, James, and we are going to go on the coast road. But it's a Sunday, so we're not it's taking our lives into our hands yeah, as much yeah. as we would on a, on a weekday. Thank you, Reed Defenders. It's not a start to life. Um, we got involved in trying to point in the right direction. And we didn't want, knowing that we were not potentially excited, we didn't want to lift. The authority wanted to lift. At the time, we were looking for the bridge. James, I'm going to start not hearing you here, probably. I'm going to be looking around here because we are, we are on yeah, a, a, a fast road. We really should see more fire. Okay, yeah. How far are we going on this, James? <laughs> We're going to go the whole step. Oh. oh! And that's a Ferrari just going past, using it as a racetrack. And we are, this is now a cycle path? Yeah. Okay, so we are now on. Uh, well, there's a solid white line to my right. In fact, there's one, two, three, four, five, six roadies. And they're using the, 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 the painted bike path on the other side of the road. So clearly a recreational route. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not nice. But nobody can actually go that fast because there's so many cars here. Uh, so we've got a solid white line on the right hand side there and we've got tiny little bike symbols and I mean the, 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 the views are nice down to the, the the Knights of Malta towers in fact I've got a whole bunch of more roadies here now so more roadies yeah. we're seeing the, the, that yeah. 0.7% is uh, we've met every cyclist on the island yeah yeah. Yes. I mean, that's basically the rumble script to tell motorists yeah. don't go in this painted bike lane. Right. I feel protected, James. You know, that's that's round the roundabout at least. You know, normally that, that would actually be, it would stop at the roundabout. They'd expect you to go across without paint. Ah, so at least we were protected with paint there round a roundabout. So that's, that's, tick. Right. So going downhill here, the road has now gone to a, a two lanes before it was one lane. 
and cars are going in and out of each other, not overtaking sensibly. Going fast along the road here, recreationally, rather than going anywhere, I don't think. Using it as a bit of a promenade for cars. Stay on the right. Okay. Oh, okay, that's confusing. Okay, but we're still on a bike path, sort of. It's difficult to talk to James because it's not nice. I'm used to this, it's okay, I'm, I'm not worried, but it's not pleasant. Let's, let's put it that way, it really isn't pleasant. You wouldn't put tourists on here, for instance. You know, tourists would not like to do this. But there's, there's two lanes, and almost a third lane for the, for the bike path. Oh, but I'm not on the rumble strip. <laughs> that wasn't nice. And you're having to look to the right to see what's coming. Nothing to let go. I mean, you could have just gone straight ahead there, cyclists. Yeah. going past and its exhaust was literally spewing flames. <laughs> it stinks! And this road doesn't go far! And motorcyclists are just going very very fast on it for the hell of it! And James was telling me before that was going to be photographers, and there they are. And I'm assuming we're coming up to a big corner here, and another group of roadies, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten roadies, including somebody on a time trial bike, very nice time trial bike. A bunch of roadies. Why would they be on here? Why would they want to go on here? And that's where the photographers are hanging on the corner and watching, and they've got their big lenses on. And they're taking photographs of the motorcyclists going around at speed. There's a whole bunch of motorcyclists there, all guys mainly. That's the same roadies that were going that way. Yeah. Those roadies are going on this road yeah. that the motorcyclists are going round on and, yeah. and going round and round. Yeah. Why? Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I am genuinely flat again. each other at speed and the cyclists are with are going around the same road the same racetrack so this is going nowhere to nowhere yeah this is just going up no, and down it goes up to St Paul's Bay but will the cyclists go up on this road and then come back yeah they are okay 
bit of a flavour here, listening to this, and believe me, unless you turn this up full volume and put it in spatial stereo headphones, you won't be getting what I'm getting, which is just a cacophony of noise. It's the same roadies, there we go. Same bunch. Backwards and forwards. Outstrain. Uh, same muscle cars now coming past. But let, let me just describe this on a normal day. So on a on a a standard day, middle of the day, you wouldn't find the motorcyclists coming around at 80 miles an hour. Okay. You probably wouldn't find the traffic as well because they would probably be stuck. There'd be lots in of quite a few places. Quite, okay. Quite, quite a lot of times it gets stuck, so it wouldn't move as fast as that. Okay, we'll, we'll go this way. Uh -huh. I'll take you to a bit of countryside. Mm -hmm. so we can get away from this noise. Yeah. And then we're back onto a, a horrifying main road again. <laughs> Do you know I've, I've I, on on Twitter you describe how murderous yeah. Malta is yeah. and how awful it is, and I just think, oh yeah, of course it's just just it's James exaggerating. And, and this, I've never seen this before in my life. Yeah. I've never seen anything like that before. It's no, nice to hear it but, uh, Yes. No, 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 I now totally trust you. <laughs> so we've lost the paint protection and we're now being passed by one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Roadies, the same guy on the TT bike. So that is the same. I mean, I, I recognize the bikes now. Same guys and they're in the middle of the road, they're doing, they're doing primary position, they're indicating where they're going, Mergus is lying down. But again, and I'm assuming they're going to go to this roundabout up ahead and they're going to turn back again and do the same route, which I've seen them on now at least twice. Let's have a look. I mean, they're doing, they're doing through and off, so the, the roadie the, the guy on the yes they are, they're coming back on the same road, doing through and off. The time trialist is now coming through. He was at the head before, now he's in the middle. And they're doing through and offs, speedy speedy, on the Tarmac Coast Road. Beautiful surface road, I'm not complaining here. And we're now coming off the road. James has taken us off and we're looking where we're going. Motorist, and we're now parallel to that road. Oh, James! So much more pleasant. I and mean, we're just meters away from that road, but now I mean, we could potentially meet motorists on here. But, yep. but it, I'm breathing easier already. That's yeah. that, that's nice. Yeah. That's nice. Uh, it makes it easier to drive. Uh, the number of people we have in the car is something like single person something like 96%. So, 96% of cars for one person on the Yeah, I've, I've absolutely noticed that, yes. Yes. Yeah. And of course, we're not the kind of country where we've got space where you can have enough parties for five people in a family. I mean, you, as you were saying, it makes sense to be like Sicily and to have a scooter yeah. to do those yeah. journeys. It just makes no sense. To have a little run-around car to do those yeah. journeys. So just, just let's let's describe Malta to people yeah. who don't know Malta. So north to south, east to west. Yeah. Uh, how many roads are there? What? How far can you go? Okay, there's, there's three. Apparently, there's three thousand kilometres of road. Right. Um, but wiggly, wiggly, wiggly country yeah. lanes. Yeah, two thousand of which are metal. 
Yeah. When we got people using ways here, it got worse because they started using the back roads that we've been Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's actually easier to, to, to cycle on a main road. So north or south, how, how, what's the distance? So, so I remember my group would be right, about 37 kilometers. How much, sorry? 37 kilometers is tiny, my Whoa. Okay, so we're now on Wiggly Country Lanes and they're going quite fast. So that race car culture. This used to be a beautiful, up the dog road. There was tarmac on it. Uh, we used to come back from that road. Uh-huh. And you come down through this tree where Gorgeous. Now it's just a uh, cut through, so yeah. people like this. Yeah, 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 I can hear, I can hear them. And see them coming fast, fast. Whee! It's not cheap no. to put these roads in. So where's the money coming from? Um, 85% is the EU funding. Yeah, I was guessing that. But you know, without, there's normally provisos when you, when you get yeah. cash like that to say, okay, we'll give you the, the the millions, but you've got to put in, you know, decent bike infrastructure. You do, uh, <laughs> well, yes, there's a, there was a murdered journalist yeah. down in Valletta there. Uh, 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 Actually, not far from here. The car bomb? Yeah. Really? Where? Gosh. So, Galicia was, was basically blown up. Yeah. We won't say who, well, there, there was somebody jailed for it. We won't say. It's still on go. So, we're going to go across here. Yep. So, we have to go by the, the zipper. And what's that so up there? That's uh, Rabat? That's Rabat. Yeah. So, that's Indina Rabat. This is uh, the Tarpa. And then you've got North Road where the big dome is. And then back up here is St. Paul's Bay, etc. Yeah. Where we come from. I mean, Rabat is a beautiful. Uh, uh, Yes, yes. Medieval but town. James, there was no rhyme nor reason to that. It wasn't a certain time. That was just totally random as far as I could tell. So basically, we, we started ahead of one or two bangs. Nobody batted an eyelid. I was like, start, what was that? And then a few seconds later, just an amazing barrage went off for the Festa. Yeah. And more coming. Round two. Round two, okay. I mean, if you've got PS, uh, PTSD from like, you know, a, a war zone, this is going to be pretty triggering. This is loud. Or have a hangover. So this is basically normal for a Festa. This is just lots of net noise to tell people that the Festa's on. Yeah. So the Festa, let's put that on tape what the Festa is. The Festa yeah. is a religious festival. Yeah. There are 360 churches throughout, throughout Malta. Each one will probably have its own uh, patron saint. Yeah. And not, not everyone's open, but I mean, yeah. There's, there's but there's also other saints and yeah. on a certain day they'll yeah. probably have a, a, a procession. And so today in, in Rabat, it's its turn. Yeah. And this is an annual thing. Yes. So this is the only time Rabat will have this. This yes. is this is today. So my, my my ears have been bombarded yeah. today, James. Basically, a from the 
the, 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 the cars and the, and the motorbikes coming past extremely fast. And I thought, you know, we'd get some bit of a respite from that by coming into a medieval town. And we're not, we're getting even louder. So yes. it's a loud place, Malta, isn't oh, it? Yes, yes, yes. James, whereabouts are we right now? Sorry? But Rabat is behind us. Yes. So we're, we're heading, we're heading in, we're on the outskirts of Atard. Um, which is part of the three villages. There's Atard, Balzan and Lea. Um, but we're, we're heading into Atard. And this, when was this road built? Um, this was built about the last two years. Okay, and where did the money come from? Okay, so it's 85% EU ERDF funded. Uh, and the rest, the 15% by the Maltese government. So European Regional Development Fund. Yeah, yeah. And let's describe what this is. So we've got two and a half meter yep. bi-directional bike path parallel <laughs> to the road. Um, Which green, is, and it's yes. green, green tarmac. So in many, many respects, it's it's up to EU standards yep. here. This is, yep. this is good infrastructure. Yes. You're yep. not complaining about this at all. No, 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 that, that's fine. Although yeah. there are other bits of it which need tweaking. <laughs> so basically they put some good stuff in. Yes but they need didn't, to complete it. Yeah, they, they didn't connect it up and they, they haven't really signed it. So you're very lucky if you find your way around it, if you can find it. So literally all we'd have to do to, to, to tweak it yeah. initially would be to, to sign it to people. You're not telling people where to go. Like you wouldn't do that for a road. You would put, yeah. you would, you would put a signpost up. Yes, yes. So this is, this is much wider than what was here before. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Although what we had before was a two-lane road with a pretty wide carriageway and you could, you could three-wheel all the way from Imdina virtually all the way down to here. Um, and this will actually take you almost, really almost up to Moscow um, and the back end of Lear as well. If, so if you carry straight on. It's yep. a, a major place you'd want to get to as a family, as a tourist or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then it's the central road. Yeah. It also links up to places like Dingley, um, so you've got a, an alternative route to the back of Stewie as well, so it's, it's quite a, an important route, really. But then you get to the end of this bridge across the valley. We've now come away from the, mm -hmm. the dual carriageway part, the, the route has taken us away, and then we're dumped, we're dumped, well, we're just dumped. Yeah. We're dumped. Yeah. We don't know what to do. That's it. You're a local, you know what to do. <laughs> I am a tourist and I haven't got Google Maps because it's, they're, they're, it's not they don't work. It properly. Yeah. And I'm like, where do I go? I, I think it's a good place for me to, to start selling maps in my retirement. I don't yeah, know. I'm going to be staying with you because yeah. you know how to do this. <laughs> okay. okay. So, avoiding all the cars, we're, we're going to take a, a short ride down here and then a, a right turn. Do mind the potholes. So a little double double turn back there um, on a little residential road, which I'm sure you would never know was here. And then hiding behind a hedge, we have a we have a footbridge, which oh, yeah, you it's a lovely nineteen a lovely nineteen seventies footbridge, but you'd never get a cargo bike around there, and probably not a tandem, so it's limited use. So, on the plans for this, I don't know if yes. you know this, but what, that just was on the plans, just yes. dumping people nowhere, and, and presumably yes. people said, where would people go? Yeah. Why uh, don't you do apparently, something Apparently there's going to be a crossing there, or there was going to be a crossing there, but it's never materialised. Um, 
and, and we had, or rather Rota, um, who, who've done some really sterling work in trying to raise awareness of things like this, have had regular meetings with, with you know, the authorities, particularly infrastructure and water, and pointed out these failings, and, and nothing got done. She's so they've had this money from the EU. Yeah. Does the EU not come along and say, hang on, you ain't, you ain't built this right. Why aren't you going to do this bit? No. No, okay. <laughs> we've tried that, but it didn't seem to wake anybody up. So we're wiggling through. We're going to wiggle through this quaint little footbridge. Missing. Yes, yeah. Good, good. Uh, Not, you go? Yeah, okay. yeah. And, and it really, it's such a small investment to fix that with a couple of signs. Oh, yes, yes. Yes. Um, yes. So uh, this is this bit here, you know? Yes, yes, it, it's, it's this bit here. Well, we're going to go to the end of it. It, it goes through to the end of uh, the Targ. And in theory, it's supposed to carry on to the next bit of road building they've done, but we've not seen any, any indication of that happening. And at night, again, my mouth is open here in, in Malta. So I'm sure people can hear the thundering traffic. We are at Marsa Junction and it, it's like a very modern version of Spaghetti Junction. We have got roads going over roads, going over roads, flyover over flyover. We're actually on a bike path underneath, which is incredibly wide. So, so credit there to Infrastructure Malta. Underneath the flyovers, we've had some nice planting, but then just why on earth have we got roads like this? And what might the problem be with roads like this? Um, well, we've actually got seven flyovers here. Um, Master Junction was always a problem because there was a lot of traffic getting stuck here by one set of traffic lights. So, um, which allowed traffic to dissipate downstream, by the way. Um, but it was basically a vote-winning ploy to free up traffic through Master. And yes, now you can drive much, much faster through Master, but it means you get to where you're going much quicker at the same time as everybody else. And the problem with that is the little villages of one-way one streets and tiny little narrow streets can't cope with all the traffic now arriving at them. So while people say their, their trip is quicker on Master Junction, it then takes them more time when they get stuck at the villages. So you said vote winning there. So to explain the kind of political system you have here, that, that, that makes the... Because this is a 2021 junction when it was, uh, was opened. So what, what is the political system here that is allowing, and I'm going to call this lunacy? Yeah, OK. It's, it's a partisan system. There's two main parties, and they are after every vote that they can get. So elections tend to be a giving election rather than a strict austerity one. Um, and basically, everybody is scared to touch cars. The government has stated publicly that is not going to disincentivize or do anything to hurt cars or, or, or to stop people can, buying can or can owning can cars. Can I just stop you there yeah. for one second? Because what we've just seen yes. yeah, is the city sightseeing bus that you yes. would see everywhere else would go somewhere scenic. 
and they are going round the city <laughs> on the Marsa Junction. I wonder if the guides are saying, you know, this is our wonderful Marsa Junction here. It costs this much. Isn't it wonderful? Yeah. And people on the bus are going, we're on a flyover, mate. Why are you telling Why? me this? Anyway, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I interrupted okay. there. Okay. Just I was seeing that coming across, seeing tourists seeing this. And normally you would take tourists away from this kind of stuff. Yeah. You wouldn't show them this no, stuff. Sorry, it, sorry. No, na- national pride. In fact, the, the end of this cycle lane is transport water offices. And there are no actual signs telling people how to get onto the cycle lane. So quite often you find some poor lost cyclist on, on what is eventually the, the dual carriageway, um, <laughs> which everybody hates, obviously. But, you know, you can't really blame them because there's nothing telling them how to get here. Mm. So it's really just finishing off. I mean, there's, there's a lot of things that could be done. They're little tiny things, little tweaks that could make it really good. But then again, as you say, it's against the backdrop of seven flyovers that you know perhaps we didn't really need, which has actually encouraged more and more people to drive. Drive because so even if you put the best bike infrastructure in the world here, and this yeah. right now is yeah. phenomenal bike infrastructure, yeah. uh, the signage okay, I'll, I'll grant you that. But from uh, the width, we have we are, let me talk. How far away we are going? I'm going to count this out. That's about a meter. Two, three. That's five meters. Yeah. So we have a five meter bi-directional bike path, green, fantastic, world-class, brilliant, but you have seven flyovers and you have seven roads crossing over it. So you ain't you, gonna you, get it you, used. You know, you know where the, the emphasis was on, on building this junction, where they're emphasizing car use. Um, but at, at the moment in Malta, we've got something like uh, 96% of all car trips are single person, one person on their own, just the driver. So there's a huge, huge number of, of cars, particularly during the week when people are going to and from work, just one so, person in a car. So again, is this EU money? This is, this oh, is majority yeah. funded yeah. by yeah. the EU. Yeah. 85%. The RDF. Yeah. And they've taken that 85%, added their 15%, and created this. Mm-hmm. And I said before, when we, were, when we were cycling through it, it's like, it's quite dystopian. Yes. This is, this is Taiwan on steroids, you yeah. know? This yeah. is, this is, this is, we're a small country here. Malta yes. is tiny, tiny, and we've got infrastructure that you'd expect in Los Angeles. Yes. That is lunacy, but nobody sees that as lunacy no. here. Well, there are a few people, but few and far between, unfortunately, and they're not listened to. That's the problem. There's some really good experts on on sustainability, like um, uh, Dr. Uh, Maria Tard from the University of Malta Geography Department, the Sustainability Department. So. Um, and, and, and they've been trying for years to try and get people to understand that we need to cut down on cars, we need to free up space in our towns and cities. Uh, there isn't one parking meter on the island. You can park anywhere? Oh, you can park anywhere. Oh, wow. So, okay. you know, th- there's nothing there at all to disincentivize people from driving. So, obviously, they do. Yes, yes. Well, uh, uh, well, welcome to Malta if you're an an absolute uh, motor freak because you, you, you've got everything you could wish for. You've, you've got every flyover that will speed you to the next traffic jam. Thanks to James Craig Whiteman there and thanks to you for listening to episode 323 of the Spokesman podcast. Show notes and more can be found at the-spokesman.com I'd also like to thank Visit Malta 
for hosting the AGM of the British Guild of Travel Writers. Away from its dystopian road system, Malta has some real treasures. Most people fly to the island, but I got to Malta by train and ferry using the Omeo Travel booking app, hopping between stations and riding up Mount Etna even on a folding bike, of course. The next episode of the Spokesman Podcast, brought to you in association with Turn Bicycles, should be a chat with BBC journalists Anna Holligan and Kate Vandy. I say should because they're still awaiting delivery of a rather special outside broadcast unit, a tricked-out cargo bike. This will be the Bike Bureau, a mobile news-gathering studio like no other. I'm hoping that chat can happen later this month. In the show you've just listened to, I shortened the audio I captured of the daytime fireworks at Rabat's Festa. And if you're up for some bonus bangs, listen on. So NFM, normal for Malta. Yeah. That was just. Yeah. And, and Malta's a bit. You either love it or you hate it. You either like the bangs or you don't like the bangs. Yeah. Whoops.